0: back again (laughs) so i'm sure you all know andrew yang and his freedom dividend now i've already talked about this in the last video however i just wanted to get one thing out of the way um just as a parallel this isn't hard evidence why you shouldn't do it it's just a parallel that australia has we have centrelink and we give a lot of money out to lower classes and so, in Central Australia, the indigenous population here, or the originals, um, they, you know, get reparations for, you know, the past and white Australia policy and all those horrible things that were done to them, and now they're given money. Now, a lot of though originals in the city, they've learnt how money works, and they're really good, and they Make become business owners and not in poverty. Basically, like in Central Australia, a lot of the Indigenous people don't know, the, don't understand the concept of money. They only see it. They they just use it to buy Maccas, and uh, this is a bit of a hash stereotype and alcohol. A lot of them here in Central Australia, and so what we have here is basically they're in poverty still even though they're getting like two grand a month so I'm just saying if you're gonna give money out to everybody I know most Americans probably know how to use money but if there is a small portion that lack the understanding or knowledge of how money works you should probably educate them first and not do the thing like Australia did and we're They're all in poverty still, and we're giving them heaps of money, and it's just, nothing is happening, and the government's basically given up. Yeah, just, just, learn from one of Australia's mistakes, or, yeah, so just educate them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, some of, um, Andrew Yang's policies that I love, and some that I hate, and some I'm in the middle. So, I'm just going to say a couple that I love, eh, and kind of hate, all right? I like a lot of his policies, though, I'm gonna be honest, they're really good. First one, the penny makes no sense. Like, thank goodness one candidate in America has finally done this. I'm like, are you kidding me, America? Just get rid of the one cent coin. Australia did it ages ago in like 1960, 70 maybe. I can't, don't quote me on it. I don't really know, but it's not here now. That's what matters. Because first of all, they're expensive to make Second of all, they don't aren't worth the metal, the zinc that they are slapped on. I don't know what the term is. Um, and you got to get the zinc from China, and currently you're in a trade war with China, so you know you're not helping yourself here. And just get rid of them. Like it's not worth to make the penny. It just round up like in Australia, five cents. You have we have the five cent coin, and we round up or down now. Another one I noticed when I went to America, is American infrastructure is lacking. It it was good when it was made by Dwight Eisenhower, but that was a good 50 years ago. And so your infrastructure is behind, whereas other countries um, have just, like China, just built all their new infrastructure and it's beautiful right and it's going to be beautiful for about 40 years and it will need to be replaced in about 50 so it is time to change your infrastructure I also noticed in uh, America all your power lines are uh, above ground which makes the landscape look horrible and you know they can fall over and are more prone to accidents and lightning strikes and um, which will affect the power supply in neighboring houses. In Australia, most places have them underground. So they aren't affected by lightning and they aren't affected by, you know, stupid people driving around or trees like growing into the power lines, which I thought was kind of interesting basically it's crumbling and like your bridges are crumbling and it's definitely time you started doing it. I know Trump, it's quite, Andrew Yang's policy on American infrastructure is very similar to Trump's. Um, like, and, oh my gosh, did you know that Trump's website, you can be turned into Spanish? Like, of all people, that's kind of cool. Like, I don't hate Trump. I think his hate is kind of unwarranted. I mean, he says stupid things, but like, don't we all? This Andrew Yang claims, and it probably will, create 3.5 million jobs to fix all the roads and highways and probably train tracks as well in America, where Trump, it basically says the same thing. So Andrew Yang and Donald Trump have very similar policies when it comes to American infrastructure. Just fix it. You know? It's about time. The only claim I have, which I wrote down here. Um, Trump, the parallel between Trump and Yang is they want jobs, but Trump wants manufacturing jobs, he wants construction jobs and he's getting the low unemployment by creating jobs that were already here. Andrew Yang's policies is preparing for the future where the job, manufacturing jobs are going away no matter how you like it. Trump's just letting it stay for an extra 10 to 20 years, where Andrew Yang's like, we need to prepare for automation taking over everyone's jobs and so therefore we need the freedom dividend so pe- families can survive the change and Andrew Yang also wants uh, higher STEM students going to STEM like sciences and stuff so they can adapt to the future where the jobs won't be manufacturing they will be more science and engineering and construction will still be there I think construction's not going away for a long time so try- good job on construction jobs Which depends on the economy going well, is only when people buy and build stuff, you know? So, however, Andrew Yang's tax policies could strifle economic growth because it makes it harder for businesses to make money. If he also does this American infrastructure plan where he hires millions of people to... Fix every road and bridge in America. That's going to bring back a lot more jobs and help construction companies. So in a way, it's just changing the companies that are making the most money. It's a pretty good idea, and you need it. <laughs> I mean, some places are great infrastructure. I'm going to be honest, but like when you're more rural areas, it's a bit. Mm, but then again, same Australia. So, know. Yeah. We, we're both out here. So, another policy I found very interesting, my injury yang was the tort reform and reasonableness dismissals. Basically giving judges power to dismiss people who have garbage claims, like that Karen who decided to sue the McDonald's manager or Macca's manager. Why? Because it took five minutes to make my Big Mac instead of six, you know? And the... Th- Thank you. Like I'm so sick of hearing on the news some garbage person managed to sue someone for like the slightest thing or some company because their chicken nuggets were cold. You know it's it's stupid like and it's scary when you get sued by someone for a dumb idea and then it costs like so much money for a lawyer that I think judges, and I agree with Andrew Yang, this is a great idea, judges should be able to dismiss any lawsuit during its initial stages purely for being unreasonable. Oh my gosh, thank you. Like, sure, it gives the more judges autonomy and maybe some bias can be put into this, but if it's seriously unreasonable and everyone can tell, judges get more autonomy and sure they might be a little bit biased but if some the person is obviously just doing for money and they didn't actually get hurt and they just want to get rich quick yeah goodbye this other policy already have in Australia and it works well so highly recommend America do the same control the cost of prescription drugs I mean yeah like life-saving drugs like insulin Yes, for diabetics, apparently in America they can get really expensive because the companies want more money. And because the demand doesn't change, because the people need the insulin to exist on this planet and not die, they still have to pay for it, whether it's like $50 a bag to like $1,000. They still have to pay for it, and that's so bad. Just control the prices. Sure, it's, you know, an intervention in the free market but it's to help people's lives. I'm sorry America, you tend to go on about not being socialist, but any government intervention in the market, is there not a free market. America does not have a free market because you have a police force. In a true free market, you'd have to pay a subscription for the police force, but we do not, no one lives in a truly free market because there is always a government there to serve some kind of purpose. Like the fire brigade, you know, because people can't, it's not a plausible business idea to have heaps of fire trucks and heaps of firemen going around cooling fires down. How are you going to get money? Like a subscription base? Oh, that's called taxes. Welcome to the world. You're not in a free market. No one's in a free market. Controlled market? No, because it's just... I want police force, you pay taxes, you get police force. And you know what, then you're safer. We can debate the efficiency of the American police force, but on the whole, they're pretty good. So, what we have learned, controlling prescription drugs is not a socialist agenda, it's just an intervention in the free market which happens all the time. (laughs) What can I say? No one's gonna listen to me. (laughs) Alright, another good one. uh, I'm gonna go over this one quickly because it's kind of common sense. Increasing teacher salaries so you get the best teachers. I don't have to get paid six figures, but they can just get paid, you know, not 30 grand a year, maybe like 60 grand or 70 grand, like in Australia they are. And we have really good teachers here. Like, some will have PhDs. That's how smart they are. One, I'm a bit eh and not really support finally. He's got a I'm gonna be honest Andrew Yang has many many good policies There's just a couple I disagree with and I think that is okay for anyone to not fully agree With a candidate because if you do that makes you a bit like a blind sheep unless you truly do believe them And that's very rare. Anyway, his foreign policy first principles that basically He wants to cut military spending This is biased, I am from Australia. And we do rely on American protection. And I don't like this because I don't wanna be invaded by hundreds of countries, because our military is good, but has 53,000 troops. Like, yeah, it kinda slack. And yeah, basically I just, America has been a bit bad to its allies at times. However, they've been pretty good as well. So, you know, I just hi America. Could you like not? Like just don't cut your military because then other countries that ha- you you have your flaws But you are better than other countries with more flaws like um, not being democratic or being so don't cut your military spending and Don't do the America first thing like I understand where Trump's coming from on America first, he wants to put American interests first but leaving the Paris agreements were a bit eh and now Australia wants to leave the Paris alright next policy modernize voting so this is a good idea on paper (laughs) it's basically you can vote on your phone this would be more efficient quicker and would probably help voting turnout it could be easily hacked now he claims that with the verica- verification done on blockchain, which is a bit of a crypto protection company. A, a company to help you in the election, I don't really like the idea of, but I'm, I know in Australia we have the electoral commission where we, it is not biased and it's run by the government. I presume it's the same in America and I feel like it should be the same. If it isn't, I'm going to be very concerned if voting is privatised. I just feel like a company shouldn't have the influence or power to affect voting in any way. And second, hacks. Like, sure it's secure, but someone with enough money and capital and the will to hack the American election would do. So don't. I feel like it's not a great idea. Australia does it on paper, but we only have 24 million people. So doing it on paper is more plausible and... Though it kills hundreds of millions of trees, we can't get hacked because you can't hack paper. However, America has these polling booths that are electronic, which can be hacked. So um, that's kind of up to Americans. But just a hint: paper works pretty well, though it kills millions of trees. <laughs> and final one that I'm very against. So I this. Uh, It's a very controversial topic and it could go on for ages. I'm thinking of doing a debate with my very liberal friend. So I'm more conservative myself. But I have a friend who's very liberal and I like to argue with her. So I think it'd be a good podcast idea. And I will probably do it in the next week or two. Anyway. This final one, which could be debated for hours, is legalising marijuana. I... Don't know enough about the impacts it does. Oh, everyone knows you get high, alright? And I don't know if it causes cancer. I don't think it does. And I think it'd be stupid to say it does. Um, My only... And it would help businesses. I do not deny that businesses will get a boom. But it's like... Once you legalize it, it's very hard to put it back illegal if it turns out to be bad, like cigarettes. Because then um, the government realizes it might. The problem here is the government is not caring about people in this situation. It's caring about the money it's going to get from taxing cannabis. I find that very selfish, and I think it's not being thought out properly. Because, yes, it creates a whole new industry, but it also has the power to cause productivity to go down by so much. Because when you get high, you ain't thinking properly, all right? And the pro- productivity of the society goes down. Like if you look at San Francisco, it the crime does go up. It is correlated because you aren't thinking properly. Like most people find it's not as bad as alcohol. But crime does go up, and it is more sketchy, and tourism goes down, unless it's like Netherlands, where everyone in Europe goes there. <laughs> so it could work, but I do believe that it has more negative impacts on the economy, because more people become less productive. And medical marijuana is an entirely different subject. I'm only talking about recreational, okay? Medical, I have no problem with, and I don't know why it's a thing. But... um. Recreational, I have a bit of a problem with. Basically, that's some of his policies. Andrew Yang, everybody. And I hope if you hate me, sure, I can understand if you really love Andrew Yang, but I think it's always important to scrutinize those who want to become in a position of power. Whether you love them so much, you should still be wary that they might not be the person you think they are. Just saying, all right? Goodbye.